Because we live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. Now that you've been informed, <laughs> things are about to get weird. Welcome to a merry, happy, wonderful holiday episode of What I Had Heard Was. I am Jennifer. And I'm Anna. Today we are welcoming Roxy. Uh, you can find her on Instagram and TikTok. Roxy, can you tell everybody what else? Where else they can find you? Who are you? What do you do? What do we need to know? So my name is Roxy and I'm a comedy content creator. I write jokes on Twitter and have recently started making videos on TikTok. As a fan of Twitter comebacks and whatnot and knowing that uh, Wendy's has a pretty strong comeback game, what are your favorite things about uh, Twitter and jokes and how hard is it to write a joke on Twitter? Um, I've been writing jokes on Twitter since 2017, so I have quite a bit of practice, but um, for me, I would say it's not that difficult at this point. Do you, th- do you ever, are you ever surprised by the ones that do better than others? Like you're like, ah, that might not have been so great, and then it just does crazy good? From time to time, for sure. Or the opposite. You're like, this is good. What the hell's wrong with you people? I it feel can that go way. either way. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, I've heard that, um, you know, stand-up comedians, for example, whenever they have to go into a movie or, you know, doing an interview or something, they don't get the same kind of feedback from an audience as they do just because it's, you know, it's quiet. There's no audience there. Uh, and it really throws them off with their uh, comedy stylings. Um, is that, uh, do you have any issues with that kind of stuff? Well, I don't do stand-up. I uh, mainly, most of what I do is on Twitter because I write jokes and then I tweet them out. So um, since joining TikTok, it's actually been really interesting for me seeing people duet my videos and seeing their reactions to the kind of stuff that I say. Because usually when I tweet it, you know, it gets tweeted out there and then I never see any interaction or like human reaction from what it is that I've posted. But um, on TikTok, it's not like that, and I really like it. It's really cool to see people interact and laugh and um, enjoy my humor. Nice. So do you think this is going to be something that you branch out into more? You know, maybe a YouTube channel or something? No, right now my main focus is TikTok. Right on. Excellent. My main focus is TikTok, too, but it's not making videos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, Jennifer uh, broached the subject of uh, starting a, a, a TikTok uh, account and to make videos and stuff. And she's like, hey, Joel, how do you think, uh, think about me making some TikTok videos? And he was like, yeah, why don't you not? Yeah, so, well, how about you don't do that? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> how about you don't do that? Yeah, some people just have those skills. We are not one of those people, so... Which is why we like following you. And we'll probably still try. If it's something that you're interested in, it's definitely worth trying. Um, Like I said, I've been writing jokes on Twitter since 2017, so I have a lot of material to pull from. Um, I didn't think that I was going to make a TikTok account, and then a few months ago I was like, you know what, let's see how this goes, and here I am today. (laughs) It's the time of COVID. Everybody's trying new things, making banana bread and (laughs) TikTok accounts. Yeah. I guess it's another way of uh, connecting with folks, even though 
you can't Absolutely. physically be there. Yeah. I've heard that TikTok has a very, very intelligent algorithm and it puts you into the right place with the things you'll like. And I think I mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. TikTok thinks that I'm a lesbian over 30. <laughs> well, that's not... okay. TikTok thinks I am too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you what side of TikTok do you get into? Like, are you also in the lesbians over 30 and comedy? Purely TikTok. <laughs> Um, most of my For You page ends up being uh, bisexual TikTok oh. and comedy TikTok and then occasionally cute animal videos. Oh, yeah. I don't really see animals on TikTok too much. But Yeah, I don't see them a lot. Um, someone that I live with, basically their For You page is just all animal videos because that's what they like to see. So it seems like whatever you interact with or engage with on TikTok, that's the sort of stuff that the algorithm will start to push at you. So if you want to see more like animal videos in the future, just make sure you're interacting with all the ones that you do see and then the algorithm will learn. It will send me all the adorable videos. You should, you should uh, just get all the adorable Baby Yoda videos. Oh my god. That's... That's pretty much your bag right now. Yeah. <clears throat> I have quite a few baby Yodas in my house. And like That's awesome. Like a mature adult, uh, we decorated our bathroom in all Star Wars. Uh, and then Vigo the Carpathian is... is uh, whatever you like. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. I have like... I have a massive Furby collection that I have started since quarantine. I just started buying them off of eBay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. I didn't know. Do they still make Furbies? Are no, these are all vintage Furbies from like 1998. Nice. Who do you think hails the devil all the time? <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe that's how come 2020 is such a mess. It's like somebody unearthed like this huge trove of Furbies and all of them talking their random Furbanese or whatever it is has like summoned some sort of crazy ass demons. And now Roxy's collecting them yeah. all so they can work together to take over the world. That's that would make a lot of sense, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, be it. it can't be anything else. <laughs> I mean, if we were gonna have anybody running the world, I'm completely happy with a a funny Canadian. So I'm down. So it'd be in our holiday episode. Figure we'd talk about some of the holidays, um, since December has so many of them. Um, do you have a uh, favorite holiday this time of year, Roxy? Um. I usually like Christmas Eve because this year I'm not seeing my family but uh, because of the pandemic. But normally, because my dad's side of the family was Ukrainian, we'll do like a big night of Ukrainian food. So I've always looked forward to that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yes. it's great. Is there... cabbage rolls. It's awesome. Heck yeah. We have a bunch of um, uh, Eastern European uh, in our family and we are very cabbage deep. So, awesome. <laughs> I, I feel you. It's weird. It's one of those things you're like, really? Cabbage? And, uh. No, it's exactly it. Like, I'm sitting here trying to figure out, like, because I recently found out I'm gluten intolerant. So, I'm trying to figure out how I can make cabbage rolls in a way that will not have stuff like that in it. Oh, uh -huh. well, I'll share some recipes with you later. Uh, some friends of mine Sounds also. Good. Yeah, they're also, uh, celiac afflicted. <laughs> so, um, uh, but yeah, no, it's, a. uh, uh yeah, that definitely puts a damper on it. For sure. The pierogies are going to be the difficult part. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm I a big fan of my food being in compact little packages. Just pick them up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pierogies, raviolis, 
pizza rolls, empanadas, yes. you know, all those things. The best. Yeah. <laughs> Burritos glued closed. <laughs> um, there's a there's this uh, Christmas Eve tradition in the Norlandish, I think it's Norwegian, <laughs> in the country of Norway, uh, where on Christmas Eve, Norway, uh, <laughs> Norway, that you get uh, everybody gets books. You know, so you pass out books, you're allowed to open up your book present, whatever, uh, Christmas Eve, and then everybody sits around and reads and gets all cozy and warm and snuggly. Um, and that's just kind of a tradition that happens, uh, which I thought was really pleasant. Yeah, so that is nice. Yeah. Delightful. That was nice. If I could invent a December holiday, it would be, like, an orange-throwing day, where instead of throwing snowballs, you just, like, stand on bridges and chuck yeah. oranges at people as they walk by. That is very specific. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put a couple minutes thought into this. It's the whole minutes. <laughs> I, that sounds like a felony or something. I don't know, like yeah. an intent to harm. And yeah, but what that, are you going to go? You're going to go to court and they're going to be like, oh, what happened? Well, they were throwing oranges at people. Well, yeah, but you can't throw stuff off a bridge. That, that'll already get you arrested in jail time. All right, we'll stand next yeah. to the bridge. <laughs> Stand next to the, like a troll. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Literally trolling people. <laughs> the 3D version of trolling. Yeah. You get fruit. I don't know why anybody complained. <laughs> you're, it's, you're trying to stamp out scurvy. Is okay. that... Here's your holiday orange. <laughs> Merry <laughs> fucking Christmas. Then you could take it and you could put cloves in it and then stick it on your mantle for Christmas. Sure. That's what people do. They mutilate oranges for Christmas. Do you, uh, Jennifer, do you have a uh, favorite holiday? I like all the holidays. I like to decorate for the holidays more than anything, as you know. That is true. You got a you have a good uh, selection of gear this year. I haven't put my Hanukkah pillows out, but I would say the house is Christmas as fuck right now. <laughs> yeah, I have to say uh, Hanukkah would be my favorite, um, just because of latkes. Yeah, it's a it's a fried food festival. I mean, how, how can you go wrong with that? Sounds awesome. Yeah, you know. And, uh, I, you know, you get presents, right? But I like to tell all my goyish friends that it, it's kind of like you, you get presents, but they're, they're a little more practical. Like one sock per night, and there's eight <laughs> nights, so you get four pairs of socks. Exactly. And you'll like it. And you'll like it. And there's betting going on, you know. There's gambling. Yeah, lots of drinking, and you get to light a bunch of things on fire. So These yeah. are all true. It's, it's a very convincing argument for Hanukkah. Yeah. It also sounds like a lot of uh, redneck barbecues that I go to <laughs> during the summertime. So. Why are you at redneck barbecues during the summertime? Because uh, I'm throwing them. What's your favorite holiday character? The Grinch is going to be mine. But like Jim Carrey Grinch or the original uh, cartoon? Mm. I don't like the new one. I don't hate it, but I don't like it either. I thought Jim Carrey was the new Grinch. They did a new uh, cartoon one. Oh, okay. So they did a cartoon of the regular TV show based off of a cartoon. Yep. All right, that's fair. It's kind of like a remake of the Grinch. Who do you like, Roxy? I don't know that I really have um, a favorite holiday character. That's legit. I feel like a lot of that stuff got just like played on repeat a lot when I was younger, and I just sort of tune it out now. Mm-hmm. Try to get through it. Just, so, since we're sort of talking about this, uh, Apple recently purchased all of the uh, Snoopy cartoons. Um, 
the, the Peanuts cartoons uh, for the holidays, and they weren't airing them. Uh, you had to pay to air, you know, to watch them. And then the people spoke up, and now uh, they're actually showing them again on public television. Thank you, PBS. So you're talking about, like, those kind of things are playing all the time, right? And you just kind of tuned them out, or? Yeah, just all the holiday-themed stuff. That's fair. I mean, we do get a little... Frost and stuff like that. You can only watch it so many times. Exactly. Well, my feeling is once a year is fine by me. But you're also pretty happy to have the Christmas story uh, on repeat. All day long on Christmas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was, um, I've been brainwashed by that show, so yes. I would take rusty spoons <laughs> and gouge my eyeballs out and stick the other side in my ears. Okay. So then, uh, so Roxy, on uh, Christmas morning then, do you still... Uh, do you still celebrate Christmas? Yeah, I celebrate it with my family. I'll usually go over on Christmas and we'll have like a big dinner and exchange presents and stuff. But uh, don't really do as much for it anymore now that I'm older. Nobody really has nieces or nephews that I'm related to, so there aren't really any kids for it anymore. So we just probably do a lot less now. Yeah, I feel well, like Christmas is one of the holidays that a lot of what you end up doing is really for the children that you have in your life and don't really have kids in my life. so. Right, yeah. Because adults, they only care so much. Exactly. It's like, well. <laughs> Had the turkey and we've exchanged gifts and now I'm gonna go home. <laughs> yeah. This year it's just like I sent you all Amazon gift cards. Please don't get exactly. COVID. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah we uh, we do this thing uh, Christmas morning, uh, going out to the uh, Chinese buffet because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people would still be at home with their families on Christmas, and mm-hmm. uh, the the crap part is that now uh, people who celebrate Christmas have figured out hey, this is a great thing to do. <laughs> and so now they're doing yeah. it. Not so. this year, though. Oh, yeah. not yeah. No buffets here. But I'm a super sad face when I was all excited. I, sometimes I forget we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm like, oh, we're going Chinese, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> not this year. Yeah. I really hope. I don't, I, I I hope don't all know the, if I will sorry. feel comfortable eating at a buffet again. No, never. Right. Well, that's but the thing. I don't, they happen like even after the pandemic like just how gross like buffets actually are has been just like so brutally brought to my attention i don't think i'll ever be able to do it again uh, golden corral makes my skin crawl mm-hmm. they uh golden corral just declared bankruptcy actually so you might not have to worry about yeah. golden corral ever again <laughs> i wasn't really worried about them before <laughs> i've gone there twice and i have been Terribly disappointed. I like buffets and the fact that you can get a little bit of a whole bunch of different things. I like the idea of buffets, but in practice, oh, I think yeah. it has been like, I think we've all figured out how gross they actually are. <laughs> like, to have to go handle a spoon that 40 or 50 strangers just handled for the same, like, what, mediocre tuna salad. Well, least... <laughs> Nobody, Nobody's going to want to do that anymore. Yeah, and they stick their heads underneath the uh, to get a better yeah, look. Yeah, exactly. Breathe all on it with their boogers running down. Mm-hmm. Oh, and kids. Uh, l- l- yeah, I was just gonna say kids. Uh. And I'm, with their hands all over everything. No, just I like the idea of buffets, but I don't think I will ever be able to eat it one again. Even like barbecues. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that people are gonna walk by and touch yep. your wiener. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Usually you have to pay extra for that. Yep. It's like <laughs> free wiener touchings. Yeah, I mean, I understood that they were gross to begin with, but it's one of those levels of like, you know, I'm going to choose to ignore it so that I can t- continue exactly. eating here. You know, it's like that's that's how I felt too. You know, it's like fast food. You know, it's like you know damn well the person that's working behind the counter who's getting paid less, you know, like barely minimum wage is not following all of those safety procedures. You know that they're not. I, I think I think it depends on where you eat at. I worked at a Wendy's for five years and like Wendy's food is safe. I would never say anything bad about Wendy's and the people that work there generally are following all of the safety precautions. But I think with a buffet, I don't think there are quite as many safety precautions that necessarily end up getting acted out just because of all the strangers that are coming into contact with that food before you get to it. Well, there was, I did go to a Chinese buffet up in Cleveland uh, when I lived there quite uh, frequently, and there was a lady who was, I don't know, I called her mom because I didn't know, I referred to her as mom, but she would stand there and she would tell people like, you know, you know, you've taken too much, stop. You know, like, use the spoon, use the right, like, she was, (laughs) she was sitting there and, like, telling people, you know, like, (laughs) you know, make sure you use the right spoon, don't cross-contaminate, don't, you know, but, like, yelling at you, (laughs) like, like your mom, like, hurry up, move faster, go back, sit down, you up again? (laughs) Holy crap, you know, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) and it, after you got over the initial shock of somebody yelling at you at this restaurant, it was great, Mm because the food was really good, and she was nice, she was just, you know, Telling you what you thought. Yeah, keeping all the garbage people out of the <laughs> out of the dim sum. So you know, we have a place out here that does the breakfast buffet, and they closed it all down, obviously. But then when we went to uh, we went there to pick some food up, and they have all of their food covered. And if you want anything off of the buffet, they will serve it to you. So that's how they chose to adapt, which is something. It's a choice. Yeah. I'll still pass. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, we're all learning new holiday traditions, so, you know, now's the time to make some new ones. Do you have a lot of weird theater stuff that needs a new home, and you prefer it doesn't just go into the dumpster? Reset likes the weird stuff. With ResetYourSet.com, you can find listings to buy, sell, and rent items that folks in the industry will truly appreciate. Go find them on Instagram, Facebook, at Reset Your Set, and check out the site that offers so much more. ResetYourSet.com Would you say there's anything that you nerd out about in particular? I think uh, the main thing that I'm like passionate about that I nerd out about is probably comedy these days. I used to be a really hardcore gamer, but I haven't really been doing that as much in recent days. Right on. What's your, what were your, the games you like to play? Um, I used to be really hardcore into World of Warcraft. Wow. I, I was in one of the top builds in the world. I was a super nerd. Nice. I'm really hardcore into Animal Crossing. Was... Yeah, I got really hardcore into that too, but then I got dry eyes from <laughs> yeah, my Nintendo Switch all the time, so I haven't played that in a little while. Oh, they just did an update. You can catch leaves. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, TikTok followers. If Roxy isn't posting for a while, we may have just gotten her re-addicted. Yeah, my island is super fancy. <laughs> I need to do some work. Uh, oh, there's also in the update, you get more storage, so there's that. That would be helpful. Can you decorate um, those uh, 
Animal Crossing houses and stuff for Christmas? Like, do they have that as options? I have not had the game over Christmas, but I have planted uh, uh, holly berries. Holly? Cranberries. Blueberries. What are you talking about? They're red. (laughs) It's one of whatever. It's one of the uh, winter plants that they offer. Winter shrubbery, if you will. Ooh. Then you get some more shrubbery in a descending order. Yeah, you should definitely get your Christmas stuff. I just took my Halloween stuff down. I can't bring myself to dig up my pumpkin patch, though. Have you ever gotten a, a, a horrible Christmas present? And you're just like, why in the fuck did somebody think that this was a good idea? I was with this dude for, like, a really long time. And his mom used to buy me the worst Christmas presents that were, like, imaginable. And, like, not just bad Christmas presents, but, like, to the point that they were offensively bad. Like, um, there was one year that I was trying to get healthier, make changes, and uh, she decided to buy me just, like, this huge basket of expensive chocolate. So if I was upset about it, it looked like I was the one with the problem even though she was, like, intentionally sabotaging me. Thanks for the support, biatch. Is that it was one of those... the worst. This, this, went, this went on for, like, eight years of just bad gift every single year. You should have just left him at her house when you left. <laughs> well, I did, end up, I did end up leaving him in, like, 2017. <laughs> but, yeah, um, his mom, the gifts that she would get me were just horrifically bad. One year she bought me lingerie, like underwear, which is such a weird gift to get from what? your partner's mother. Look, I already feel awkward and it didn't even happen to me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's, yeah, because how do you tell somebody, hey, you have a horrible taste in, in gift giving, please stop. And don't buy me underwear, creep wad. Yeah. No, it was, and it's hard when it's the mother of the person that you're involved with. Like, how do you say that well if it ever happens if it ever happens to you again just let me know and i'll take care of it i'll tell them (laughs) yeah thankfully both those people are not in my life anymore (laughs) all for the better what what room in hell would you put them in oh geez who knows (laughs) you get the waiting in the dm dmv line forever room (laughs) that sounds like well i guess it depends on the music they're playing i mean but I'm a dancer, so I'll just kind of dance to public music, and people are like, what is wrong with you? Stuck on an elevator that's going to stop on every floor. Oh, that sounds, that sounds painful. I worked a while years ago. I worked on the 28th floor, and for whatever reason, one day I decided to hit all of the buttons. Luckily, it only goes to the first five floors before it clears itself out. You actually did that at your job? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was going to tell a story about it, but eh, yep, yep, that's just what happened. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the long and short of it. The elevator reset itself. So do you ever find people who are, like, negative about your your comedy or... Have you found a lot of hecklers? Heckler. On Twitter, I don't usually get that much negative feedback, but, like, growing up, like, I would get a lot of criticism just from, like, my dad, and then I was in that relationship with that person who didn't really support my interest in comedy either and um it's just one of those things that if you like what you're doing you just gotta 
block it out and ignore people that are like that, that aren't supportive of you. And with something like comedy too, everybody's sense of humor is so different. People are going to think that different things are funny and your sense of humor might not necessarily be the same as somebody else's. So that's okay. You just keep making the stuff that you like and eventually the people that do like your sense of humor will find it. Absolutely. You'll find your own tribe. Exactly. Do you have any uh, uh, tips or advice for people who are interested in doing what you do? Um, honestly, I just decided that it was something I wanted to do and I started doing it. And I feel like that's sort of one of those things that you have to do if you want to be a content creator is you just, especially with comedy, like I started on Twitter, you just write the jokes and you post them and you see how it does. And uh, like the first joke that I posted um, on Twitter somehow ended up going viral um, and I was able to get in and meet a lot of other people on Twitter that were also writing jokes and making memes and stuff and that doesn't happen for everyone but you just have to keep making that sort of thing and eventually you'll get noticed. So do you think there's any such thing as uh, bad publicity? I think it depends. I've definitely had some situations where it's been frustrating, where I've had something blow up for like a weird reason, and then I would get a lot of attention about it. Um, like a while ago, a few years ago, I posted a meme about uh, how Pop Tarts were ravioli, and uh, I didn't expect anything to come of it. And then I guess somebody tagged the official Pop-Tarts Twitter account into everything, and they noticed, and they quote-tweeted my meme telling me to delete my account, and that went mega viral, and I think the post probably still has something like 550,000 likes on Twitter, and I got a lot of really strange attention from that. (laughs) Wow. That is a weird thing to... Who who knew Pop-Tarts were going to be so sensitive? Or was it the ravioli? No, it was Pop-Tarts. Yeah, Pop-Tarts was the one that got there. I fucking love ravioli, though. I like ravioli more than I like Pop-Tarts. I'm just putting that out there. I like ravioli more than I like Pop-Tarts, too. Yeah. (laughs) It's a savory versus sweet thing. A little cheese, some spinach. Well, Pop-Tarts are dangerous. Did you know that? Why is that? Because they're sugar content. I saw saw a video of, um, basically, sugar can heat up really hard, uh, Sugar can heat up really hot really quickly and can cause combustion and explosions. And so Uh-oh. there's a YouTube video of a guy with a Pop-Tart out in the middle of his yard. And he puts a cherry Pop-Tart into his toaster, um, tapes down the toaster ha- uh, handle, and basically flames just start shooting out of the top of the toaster. I feel like anything that's going to have inside that will liquefy is going to do that same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like it might have been phrased more impressively than it. Well, but it's, it's the sugar content, because they did the, something similar with a jawbreaker, um, that if you put a jawbreaker in a microwave to try to soften it up to make it, you can actually, uh, the sugar and the different layers of it will heat at different temperatures and basically cause molten lava in your mouth and could cause, like, third-degree burns. I wonder if the FBI has statistics on how many Pop-Tarts have exploded causing injury. I, that would I, be a very interesting thing to find out. It would. Maybe I should do that, that study. <laughs> <laughs> you can volunteer your time to the FBI. <laughs> Here's all this research I have about Pop-Tarts exploding. <laughs> like, thanks. How does it feel to know that you have, like, what'd you say, 50,000, 500,000 people quoting, or, you know, seeing, commenting, uh, 
on a post that you made. Well, on that one specifically, it was about how they were saying I should delete my account, so that didn't feel awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. Touche. <laughs> yeah, that that was a lot of uh, not great feeling. That's pretty. That's pretty uh, petty for Pop Tarts. It was not awesome. So, um, have you approached uh, the toaster strudel people to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> that you're willing to be their spokesperson? I will be your official spokesperson. I, I might, I might have to. I, I feel like that would, you know, toaster strudel. Yeah. By if far. they have, like, if they have like a gluten-free toaster strudel, I should look into that. Oh, there you go. Maybe they'll make one just for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll see. Eroxy the toaster strudel. <laughs> I see. I, I see nothing wrong with this. I like the uh, scrambles, toaster scrambles. <laughs> Bacon, egg, and cheese. Those things are like 500 calories, though. I don't think we have those in Canada. I've never heard of them. Oh my god, they're so good. I don't think I can How mail good. frozen stuff, or I would send you some. <laughs> yeah, it would get hung up in customs, and by the time it got here, it would uh, not be great. Be horrible. <laughs> I love breakfast food. It's so good. I don't know. Like to be honest, most of the food out there has so many preservatives in it. It could probably sit in the sun for two weeks and still be fine to eat. Uh, some friends of mine run a company called uh, Golden Brown, and they're a, an artist collective, and they ha- currently have a uh, line of uh, gear, swag, what have you, uh, entitled Sexy Breakfast. And so, oh, wow. <laughs> so you can, you know, so they've got like eggs and bacon and grits and whatever and compromising positions and, you know. <laughs> Just looking sexy as you do. Um, it's a, it's a little bizarre, but fantastic at the same time. Uh, so there you go. Shout out Golden Brown. Oh yeah, we'll put that, we'll put them up on the website so you too can own your sexy breakfast. <laughs> do you uh, have anything you'd like to promote, Roxy? I can be found on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and pretty much all social media at Roxy QT. R O X I Q T. Um, so, the big holiday that, uh, pretty much everybody can agree on, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, turning of the years, do you guys, uh, do resolutions? You mean, like, I lie to myself. <laughs> I don't usually. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no New Year's resolutions? No, I think if it's something that you want to do, you can sort of start doing it whenever. I don't feel like it really helps to start on January 1st with anything. I understand why that would be helpful for some people, but it's not for me. If I want to do something, I just do it. You just wait till March to buy all the exercise equipment you wouldn't have spent (laughs) as much on in January. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, a uh, a friend of mine made a New Year's resolution to never make New Year's resolutions again. That's nice. And, uh... He stuck to it, so I, I appreciate his uh, fortitude. Right. Sure. <laughs> so if you guys could get one thing for Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day, uh, any of these, what what would you want this year? There is a sweater from Blackcraft Cult that I want really badly that is sold out. I think it's fucking amazing that you had an answer. Like, it would have taken me 25 minutes to a panic, <laughs> to sheer panic. What's so great about this sweater? It's pink. Sounds good to me. That's yep. Uh Honestly, the only thing I can think of is um, uh, 
I used to have a Columbus Crew uh, so uh, knit cap that uh, for the team. I really liked it. I lost it along the way at some point, and I wanted to replace it, and I can't find it anywhere. Like, it's not on eBay. It's not, like it's like it never existed. So That is so frustrating when something like that happens. That happened to me recently with a wallet that I had. I had it forever. I loved it. I wanted to get one just like it, and then I found out they weren't being made anymore. Ugh, it's the worst. Yeah, I hate when things go extinct. Yeah, especially things that were good. Yeah, it was it was a great hat. That's my opinion. Jello pudding pops. <laughs> Fucking jello pudding pops, man. Same thing. So so basically, we we want we both want things we can't have. <laughs> Isn't that how it always is? <laughs> I know, right? Oh. I would be happy if the uh, Corona case just kind of fell off a little bit, so everybody could see well a lot, so everybody could see each other, but. I mean, I think we'd all be happy if that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could go back to work. That'd be swell. Mm. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody that's like, oh, I hope this keeps happening. <laughs> well, I feel like there are some people. Well, DoorDash people. I just think they're making a ton of money. <laughs> I think they'll make a ton of money either way. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope for the drivers that's true. I can't get DoorDash here. I lived way too far out. It's Donkey Dash. It's <laughs> Donkey Dash. We'll be there when we get there. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hope you ordered canned goods. <laughs> so we ask everybody uh, one final question, and that is, what is your guilty pleasure? I kind of feel like you're going to say comedy, but let's see. <laughs> My answer is actually really boring. Um... I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. I prefer to just like things enthusiastically and not feel bad about it. Great. Yeah. Well, then uh, what's what's your current thing that you are enthusiastically enjoying? TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> that's fair. No, and that's a great way of living life, you know? It's like... Uh, I am a lot happier now that I've adopted that attitude. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of things that I know I should be doing that I'm not, and I and I feel like not having guilt about certain things is one of them, but <laughs> it runs strong in our family, the guilt. <laughs> I try to get her so she can feel good about doing absolutely nothing. Like, look, we're going to plan a day, and we're not going to do anything. Like, that's the purpose of the day, is to do nothing. Yeah, it's really important to have nothing days. It makes me twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm learning. I'm learning. Get I'm, the eye twitch. Yeah. I'm trying to. We gotta go. Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, since we're not doing anything, let's do these other things. It's completely opposite day. You'll get there. Make a New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll write it down. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Roxy, for being on the show. No problem. Thank you for having me. And what I had heard was, we are out of time. We will see you next week. Happy holidays! Visit our website at wihhw.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, see guest links and information, and some fancy extras. Also, check us out on Facebook at, at What I Had Heard Was, and Instagram at What I Had Heard. And if you really want to get something off your chest, shoot us an email at What I Had Heard Was at gmail.com.